0: Welcome back to the Freaky Deeky. There's Um, an extra episode? There's not. Welcome
1: back. Oh my gosh.
0: (sighs) Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. As you can tell, we are in different getups than usual. We're getting closer to Halloween. Halloween. And so we've got a couple of special Halloween episodes for you, our valued listeners. Telling spooky stories as any Halloween episode truly should be. So we're not picking anything in uh, particular. We're not doing specific topics. We want you guys to sit back. Grab your bowl of candy and let's just dive into some yeah. spookiness. Spooky season, stories.
1: chills up your spine. Yeah. We just kind of went over and we're like, what you think's creepy? And all of us have defini- different definitions of scary and spooky. True. So True. we just said, hey, find a couple stories. Let's share them. Yeah. Get
0: Talk little, about Get a little it, taste you know? of everyone.
1: Yeah. Share the you spookiness.
0: Taste the rainbow. So yes. to say, we are not sponsored by this candy that tastes the rainbow. No. Oh, I thought you were thinking like metaphysical. That was not. Okay i look like a giant lizard was i thinking metaphysical i was not
1: and he has skittles in his hand
2: yeah i see so it's not about psychedelics not yet it's not okay i got it please continue
0: i'm passing the torch on to you i've said my halloween stuff you can do you have a a favorite halloween tradition do you do
2: anything for halloween you just sit around you're, usually, are, you're not
0: usually working are you
2: lately i have been working on halloween mm. so i just sit around at a desk all day and eat candy that has been provided for me yeah i mean that's the way to do it man. yeah but back in the day i did the traditional thing yeah. put on a costume and go trick-or-treating did you have a favorite costume when you were a kid or
0: what what type of what as, what, as a, yeah as a kid what did you used to dress up as
2: as a young kid i always seemed to like to be a lion i was a lion a couple times when i was like seven eight nine or ten i was gene simmons from the band kiss a couple times and i had this amazing makeup my aunt dolores put on me including blood weird addition but all right i mean that's what he used to do in concert was spit blood gene simmons did it was fake blood or something Mm -hmm. and there were all kinds of legends and stuff like that and stories that i grew up with but so i had that and that was part of kiss's showmanship with all their makeup and fire and not my favorite music but i was gene simmons twice that's all i have and now over to Heather with today's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was Gene to think. Simmons moving on. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think my favorite costume growing up was the year I was Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. And it's because I was particularly excited about the sparkly red shoes. And I felt like totally, you know, I wasn't a redhead. I'd be a blonde Dorothy, but I rocked the shoes. So that one I remember loving. And usually for Halloween, just I have kids. So traditional, you know, pumpkins before we go trick or treating. Yeah. quarter pizza we always have like monster mash and thriller and dance oh, a bunch yeah. of music you know Ooh, we get thriller. down with the spooky season like october starts and i'm like already my whole house decorated and who are yeah. i kidding i kind of started in september so i like to decorate and be all basic and well it sounds do all yeah, the that you know right. have my pumpkin spice latte and go to target by decorations but yeah basic you know halloween spooky season hocus pocus harry potter what yeah. about you scott
0: tradition wise mm-hmm. or what was like my favorite costume both you can go with both yeah Yeah. i don't think we really had traditions it was usually just like, we would go trick-or-treating and then mm-hmm. that was about it like i don't think we ever really watched scary movies or anything like that it was
2: really just get out there get that candy and come home mm-hmm. and in the grand scheme of things that's really all that matters when you're a child yeah yeah the trick-or-treating but if i like as far as
0: costumes go i don't know i I usually kept it kind of um, probably Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. I, I remember everyone was Darth Vader in my generation. There was at least 50 Darth Vader's walking the street with you. Were you was Darth a, Vader? I was Darth Vader. Yeah. I always enjoyed being the, the villains.
1: Yeah. Same with my son.
0: Still. But um, yeah, it's true. But <laughs> <laughs> no. And then also I had a costume very similar to this uh, when I was like three years old. And mm-hmm. that picture has come up from time to time. And if I find it, I'll put it like right. Right here. And Mm -hmm. everyone else can see that and see the side by side. I don't remember the exact pose I was striking, so I probably couldn't recreate it. But I think my dad was tying my shoes. So that (laughs) helps you visualize. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. So but I don't know. I always enjoyed Halloween, even being the person that is, you know, believing in all the crazy and weird stuff. It should be like really freaky to me. I've always enjoyed it. I don't I don't know, but who doesn't like going out and having strangers give you free candy i mean that's I mean, yeah. it's literally the only thing we we're told as a kid not to do we get one night where we get to do that go all wild the time. And then yeah. you find
1: the we find the place the hands out like the yeah. full-size candy bars and you were like winning
2: yeah who's not gonna yeah. do that you know that was the original idea behind the purge one night a year you get to go out and get all the candy and your parents actually let you eat most of it living and then the you- dream then you have a candy fetish for the rest of your life, and all the companies. Let's not call it a fetish. I feel like that's a weird. Yeah, that's okay. A candy gets a little kinky. A yeah. candy our name addiction. is Freaky Deaky, like, but oh we're God. not yeah, that, that kind. You no. Know? Okay, is that candy over there? A, a candy <laughs> addiction. I remove, like, candy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, candy—the
0: yeah. original drug. The candy addiction. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Not a fetish so much. I don't ever look at candy and be like, oh. fuck, yeah.
1: Love it when I get so high And drop that thing
2: so low That's the stuff
0: <laughs> You know like that's just uh, And everybody that's
1: bowl, had candy you. knows
2: yeah. That we've all looked at candy that way before I know yeah it's true but we don't
0: ever admit to it Like yeah. oh, there it is You
1: see a Reese's. Yeah. Get Your it. heart gets oh. beat yeah,
0: yeah it does it's yeah. true And we're ashamed we've brought great shame to this podcast
2: yeah. I'm not at all ashamed I have accepted it Well there you go
0: one out of three podcast hosts accepts yes. the, the shame involved in eating candy or sexualizing candy i
2: don't know yeah
1: this episode's gonna be yeah, weird it took guys a weird turn pretty quick yeah. what's yeah, funny so, is some <laughs> of that stuff's
2: gonna have to be bleeped out because of social media that's true yeah
1: oh because of the uh, branding
2: no mm-hmm. the sex
0: yeah
1: uh, he can't do anything yeah. yeah kinky
0: no fun kinky candy talk unfortunately for the the freaky deaky this year But, I mean, maybe we could jump this off with what we wanted to do from the start, and that is reading a few good old-fashioned scary stories. Who wants to go first? Oh, that whole thing before this was a scary story. It was a scary story. (laughs) Yeah. One for the record books. Yes. I'll go. Okay. Christian's got a scary story that he would like to present, and here we go.
2: When my family moved into our home in 1995, all of us were weirded out. The vibe in the house was off- In certain rooms, like my parents' bedroom, felt uncomfortable. It was like the air in the room was heavy. My dad, who never believed in ghosts, didn't even want to sleep in there. As the years went on, I never felt like I was alone in the house, but the room that scared me the most was our attic, which is kind of normal. As I got older, we redid the attic and it became like the second floor apartment. The attic was broken into three areas the front room was mostly storage, the second part was where I slept, and the third room was a walk-in closet. Is it going to be embarrassing when we get to the end of this episode and both candy bowls are empty and I hadn't had any?
1: Never. No. I'm not okay. ashamed of my Reese's.
2: <laughs> it will be embarrassing, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the third room always gave me the creeps. It had windows that overlooked the driveway and the main road. And every time I parked my car, I would avoid looking up at the window because I had this sinking feeling. That I'd meet someone's gaze. At night, I'd wake up at 2 a.m. for weeks on end for no reason. I always have this feeling that someone was watching me from the third room, their body barely peeking out from behind the wooden doorframe. I just knew it was a man, I could just feel it. I kept all my experiences to myself. After about a year of living there, I found myself in a weird conversation with my mom. My mom had always been open about her ability to see ghosts ever since she was a child. She wasn't scared of them, but she believed in them more than the average person. One night, as we sat on her bed, she looked at me and asked, do you ever see the man upstairs? I met her gaze and asked, what man? She smiled and said, the guy who lives in the attic. I see him every time I pull into the driveway. Spooky. That is pretty spooky. That is Halloween. Halloween. Like when you get the creeps like that, like a good scary story does. Mm. That's why you like Halloween. It's gives you the creeps in a way that I think is healthy. Yeah. What's up with the, the fascination with the being like freaked out or like spooked, you know? I think it is really healthy for our bodies and we have to do it to just like, everyone's
1: want back. Whoa. I yeah. Think there's different different types of spooky cuz yeah. like I definitely don't watch any of these like conjuring or scary demented possessed like wow. I don't like that purposely w- being terrified. I just don't. I don't I was always scared of the dark as a kid and stuff and so I just didn't want to like practical magic was scary to me as a kid. Wow. <laughs> for a while just with the little zombie guy. Like I just so for me I'm more of your like PG Halloween movies like I love yeah, Hocus Pocus, Practical Magic, that kind of stuff.
2: Gotcha. Exactly. Not me. I need something. A thriller.
1: That, I like. Yeah, like.
2: I needed to leave a mark.
1: Sleeping with the Enemy, those kind of movies. Like, yeah, a thriller, but not totally twisted, creepy, horrifying.
2: Mm-mm. Conjuring is great. Oh, Conjuring know. is great. All of them, mm-hmm. in in their own way. I, you know, Insidious, all that. Insidious all that. is. A I'd really say good American
1: one. Horror Stories about the creepiest stuff that I watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And that's no. creepy to me. Like, yeah
2: no we're talking about Mm -mm. stuff hereditary Mm. that afterwards you can't get it out of your mind
1: no Mm -hmm. and
2: and then Mm -hmm. sometimes in the dark you're like what if you think about it no i
1: i want to like i have to watch like the office or something funny afterwards i can't yeah no (laughs) Mm
0: -mm. china's the same way i and i should be the same way because in reality you go to bed after watching something like that and you're like oh damn it oh no oh -hmm. shit! i fucked up i shouldn't have done that but we continue. I have doing a lot anyway. of
1: friends that are like that. They're like, oh no, I love it. Like, yeah, I really, it,
0: really is
2: really it the rush? Is it the rush where you're just like, it's like I don't know. Mm-mm. I think we're made. We need to have some kind of fear, not the like the the fear that is every day. You know that we build life? up ourselves. <laughs> yeah, life because we make life <laughs> a very fearful thing, which we shouldn't. But we also need that like your life is about to end kind of fear to make our like minds and body function properly but now we have to do it artificially because we don't ever have to run from a pre- predator for most of us so we need that almost artificial rush mm. to to provide what our type of animal needs bird our box. animal desires bird
1: box got me i mean that's a thriller a spooky i don't know what's going on i don't know yeah it's not yeah, my jam
2: It was, caught the world by storm for a little bit there too oh my god the memes
1: <laughs> yeah. i was in it for the memes i, was like, yeah. I have to watch it that's what Maybe I'm gonna watch pull
2: it. A Heather and say I've never seen it. You'd probably like it's it. It's good. It's on That's Netflix. I, it seems like one I'd like.
1: Yeah. Mm. No, it's good.
0: Do you like Sandra Bullock?
1: I mean, who doesn't? Who'd,
0: yeah. Do you like a blindfolded Sandra Bullock? I'm not going there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take it one step further. <laughs> Heather, do you want do you want to read one? Do you want to go next? Yep, I got one. All right. Yep, pull one up.
1: This is from Reddit user. We sail the hardships. Classy. Yeah, harmonious. Years ago, when I was eight, my family lived in a big weird house, kind of on the edge of a small town. The school district was in the middle of a big restructuring, so even though we were a couple of grades apart, my brother and I went to different schools and took different buses. This left me as the last person to leave in the morning and the first person to get home in the afternoon, which meant it was my job to make sure all the lights were off and the door was locked. One morning, I noticed the basement door was open and the light was on, so before I left, I turned off the light and closed the door. When I got home that afternoon, the light was on and the door was open again. I just assumed that I'd forgotten to actually take care of it when I noticed it in the morning, so I went over to turn off the light and close the door. When I got to the top of the basement stairs, I looked, and there was a big, shadowy male figure towards the bottom of the staircase. I freaked out, slammed the door, and pushed a bunch of boxes against it and went away and hid in my closet. For months, I didn't tell my family because I was positive that what I had seen was a ghost and I didn't think anyone would believe me. Then, about a year after the incident, my mom and her boyfriend realized that small amounts of money had been going missing for months, totaling around eight dollars to $900, uh. but never more than $60 at once. So we all walked around the house with flashlights trying to figure out how they could have gotten in. Turns out, some creep was climbing in through a small hole outside of the house shimmying through a crawl space, then Ugh. coming up into the house through the basement, realizing I had been alone in the house with him on at least one occasion was one of the worst, most terrifying moments I've ever had.
0: That's pretty creepy. But it, right? So that would have to be like a homeless person, right? Probably like a homeless guy? Or do you think it's just a creep that every once in a while
2: would come into the, their house and steal money? I think it was a smart guy.
0: Well, that's a twist
2: because he got away with it for so long. And the only and the one person that saw him thought he was like
1: a ghost. There was another uh, story on Radio Rental about a gal that same thing like stuff had been going missing in their house. And they always felt like there was something in the walls yeah. and then found out somebody was living within their walls.
0: Uh, yep. Yeah. You hear stories like that. And uh, how can you ever be safe again or feel safe? You're just like, oh,
1: I know in your home, noise, cause yeah. like your home, you yeah. try to create like your safe space, like yeah. Let me tell you chills. How. so even though that wasn't like a mystery or something totally horrifying, I just found that creepy. Just to, like, yeah. know that you were it being watched and yeah. Ugh. It's body chills
0: not everything that is freaky deaky is paranormal yeah. like sometimes right normal sometimes stuff
1: the real scarier. people are more yeah. terrifying yeah.
2: yeah exactly so it's yeah like that Scooby-Doo. is that is a lot more terrifying than a ghost yeah that's well,
1: like me. that scooby-doo that was going around it was saying that you know scooby-doo always showed us that the real monsters were people it was us yeah it's true i mean the whole time
2: i agree with that true yeah i had a with a, a witty comment but but then it's it's gone now yeah i i guess so interesting
0: yeah that is pretty s- creepy anytime i've and I, have you ever seen those those videos that come out on like social media mm-hmm. where people have like cameras inside their house and you see like someone crawl down from the fucking oh. uh like attic or something like that out of the yeah go ahead and right now
2: the- it was not even near the mic
0: i i did you hear it really loud or is it just in mine because i might have no, like the. loud was it mm-hmm. okay you see she just read you out this is not how you want to treat nicotine free scott all right
1: yeah <laughs> take another candy Start scott
2: candies across the room now it's um, um you guys have been eating candy the whole time the two times i eat candy we're, I get we're yelled quiet at yeah, about it though. we're
0: we're like super incognito about it over here yeah. like
1: I was like almost to the floor opening
0: the yeah. yeah, I saw the technique. It was very yeah. nice, Heather, it was. was craning um,
1: my neck away from the mic. I mean, I'm yeah. graceful, okay? What,
0: what I was asking is, have you ever seen the video or, like, videos on social media of people that have, like, cameras inside their house and you see people crawling in from I, the attic or something when they're at work oh and, like, eating God. their food and stuff it's like that. It's just
1: terrifying. Like, I can't.
0: Those live-ins are just a little, it's a little too extreme for me. Mm-mm. Like, I would never feel comfortable that That's why I'm too OCD
1: to have, like, a cleaner and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm not out your profession, but uh, there's too many creepy was, things in here and people you, you don't know. know like, mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. No, and I've heard, like, I've had friends that have the Nest system in their house, mm. and they actually had someone come on their intercom and were like, we were watching you give us money, this, and they hacked into their system. Yeah. And I'm like.
0: You know what you do at that instance? Oh Unplug gosh. it. Back that's and, what they did. They got right. rid of it.
1: They're like, we're never having one. And I'm like, we have the ring, but I don't have anything inside, inside my house. Yeah. Like, that's kind of creepy.
0: No. The only thing I have, a I have a camera inside here and a camera pointing out of this room. But that's about it. Yeah.
2: If you have a TV, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's having a camera someone's recording you but a lot of tvs don't have cameras in them they're still recording you
1: conspiracy here going. and they
2: transfer I'm information <laughs> between your phone there's like a certain tone that they'll make mm. and you're then talking like,
0: record, like audio recording audio recordings yeah 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 it's they know every single move you take for sure mm-hmm. i don't know who they are probably higher ups in the cia or the nsa
2: or or just people that want to make a lot of money
1: I don't know, we have Alexa, and what she hears in our house is probably, she just thinks probably we're real weirdos, because my kids are always like, Alexa, play fart noises, and I'm like, Let so me if tell they you ever s- have a history on like what we've asked Alexa, <laughs> I don't want to know, because my kids yeah. think it's hilarious.
2: Well, here's the right. thing I want to bring about, since we're talking about scary stories. Mm. I just saw something about Alexa, where somebody had requested all of their data from Amazon, Amazon or, yeah. or whatever. And it might have been Google, but it was similar where and they got all these little packets of different, like they got a bunch of folders with a bunch of subfolders in them and hmm. in recordings from their device, where you could hear her the the mom ask certain questions, yeah, and it was her voice recorded when she got all the files
0: back. Was there files that weren't necessarily asked
2: questions of Alexa that got recorded? That's the way she she made it sound. She didn't play that one. Yeah.
0: Well, let me let me put a scenario by you guys right now that kind of ties into that whole being recorded. Not necessarily Halloween-themed, but we can use this in something it's else.
1: spooky to I'll, be listened yeah, it to. Spooky. We'll go with that, okay?
0: It is spooky. It's
1: like having a spy living in your house. Yeah. And Alexa. But they are convenient when you're, like, in the kitchen cooking and want music or a podcast. Like, Alexa, yeah. play.
0: That kind of ties into something that Alex and I had. I, we were in the garage talking, right? Mm-hmm. And I was mentioning this, this video that I saw on TikTok, and uh, it was explaining, I forget what the video was exactly, but just know, I explained in detail to him what the video was. And I was like, yeah, it was super crazy. And then we went back upstairs, and he was like, I'm going to go take a nap. And five minutes into his nap, he like, goes upstairs, goes take a nap. Five minutes in, I get a text message from him with the exact video we were talking about on TikTok, that had just come across his feed. He was like, that's so funny. We were just talking about this. And I was like, what's even funnier? That's the exact same video I was talking about. And that always happens with mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but every single time I'm talking about TikTok, mm-hmm. anything like that, like there was a, this has probably happened four or five times just in the past like month. So what is going on with that stuff? Are they taking, are they literally just picking up on anything you say around your phone and now it's being used for advertisement? Because that seems highly illegal.
2: I don't think it's that. I think... um it's just the way algorithms work now. Because algorithms are set up to bring you what you will like. And there are things recorded. I don't think anybody ever, we're not important enough to be listened to. You know, our Even daily, a computer? Like someone that someone doesn't have to listen it's just a computer picking up words that you say. Yeah, and, and that's why the computer can direct us on social media to things that we really like over and over again. And TikTok is really good at it. That's why it's so popular youtube is another example with amazon if you look at their algorithms when you're shopping
1: mm-hmm.
2: they direct you where you want to be directed.
1: instagram you know, too yeah. really yeah. getting big on that
2: you know Reddit.
1: i
0: just I, th- I think this is really serious i think that even if it, if they're directing you to places that
2: you'd want to go or anything like that you are just a sheep being led where you're being mm-hmm. told to go not if but you realize that that's the case then you can choose to do something different from time to time you know. can still get the enjoyment you can still go down those those rabbit holes that some of these things send you down that you yeah. really enjoy when you really think about it. Sometimes you can change that up. You can look up something else and add to your algorithm Yeah. at any it, time. It just feels not good. It just does. It doesn't feel it does like feel
1: intrusive and spooky. Yeah. You know? Like
0: you're literally making money because you're advertising to us nonstop. So you're literally making money off every single thing we even talk about. Mm-hmm. Like we are nothing but a dollar sign at that point. And that is freaky deaky. I, I just think, I think it's a slippery slope and there's uh,
2: some questionable morals there. There is definitely, it is definitely a slippery so- slope and it is def, there's, there's issues. Mm. And that's probably why we're talking about it on Scary Stories. That's true. But it does have its good points and it can be used for good. Like anything, any kind of technology can be used for good. Companies making money off these algorithms is not necessarily bad, including that's what we want to do as a podcast we want to we want the the algorithms to help us because that is part of what we want to do we love podcasting yeah. so we want to you know get more popular and algorithms help with that yeah so it, it, it is a yeah, good but thing
1: we're not too trying to spy but on I, people's phones yeah
0: and i, I, did, I just don't want to ever look at like people that enjoy or listen to the podcast like it's just ah, a number. there's a dollar sign yeah. like no, like it's we want to like kind of build a community here. We want people that enjoy these stories, talk about these stories, can talk to each other.
1: skeptics, Yeah, we like alike. to hear the comments, and the that, interaction.
2: In building that community, we become a part of that algorithm, and if we do our stuff right, hmm. now we'll maybe add to what we put out, yeah, and be a part of what other people put out that is we hope is healthy in a way,
0: yeah. You know, I,
2: not just being everything we talk about, we should be afraid
0: of. I, I guess to an extent, there's no way around it. There's no way around us turning it. Cause if let's say that this podcast blew up, we're super successful, people are buying merch left and right and stuff. We're still technically monetizing that. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd be up to the individual
2: to be like, oh, are these people doing it for bad
0: or for good? Like, Well, like, and that's
2: part of the thing is, the, the people- will basically help you provide what somebody wants. And that's what all we want to do. We want to be able to put something out there that people enjoy as much as we enjoy doing it. Yeah. We don't have, you know, everybody wants to make a little bit, but people are also nowadays willing to, willing to put some effort and even, you know, invest in things that they that bring them joy. If yeah. our podcast is one of them, it's not that we're money hungry. It's that we enjoy yeah. doing this. And it just happens as to as bring people, benefit to as everybody. As, as long as people continue to see the value
0: in it or see that there's that there's passion there. It's not <laughs> right. just like us being like, oh, how can we rake some money from some people? You know, like that's, I don't know. that's but Maybe that's the difference between, I can't even, I don't even know how
2: to word it properly. We would have done this differently from the beginning mm-hmm. if that's what our goal was. Our goal is True. to have yeah. fun. And we hope that other people have fun with us
1: anyway back to spooky season yeah
2: i think i might have a longer one i have a little bit of a longer story
0: okay so are you gonna be able are you doing it from memory yeah i am sit back and enjoy no it's sitting right here (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember like what you said three minutes ago all right so i i definitely can't do anything from memory at the moment all right uh this actually comes from um tom lyons stay out of the woods volume three Similar to your Rusty Bigelow or whatever his name was, uh, what was it? It was Rusty Wilson. Rusty Wilson, that's right. Similar to Rusty Wilson, this guy has uh, kind of shorter shorter books where people sent him stories. And it's probably Rusty Wilson under a different name, to be completely honest. But this one is called Premonitions of Death. Mm. That's a bit longer, so buckle up, grab your blanket, grab your candy, get snacking. Let's get into it. My name is Elliot, and I was lucky enough to marry the girl of my dreams, Jennifer, in the summer of 1999. She was a girl that I had an enormous crush on throughout high school, but had never had the guts to ask out on a date. I suppose you could say I was a late bloomer and didn't acquire confidence until after I had finished college. By that point, everything was different in my life. I had a good job, I exercised and socialized regularly. In other words, I had found myself. Oh, wow. He did go to college. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He had found himself. That's how you do it. Growing up in Connecticut, it wasn't uncommon for my peers to move to New York City after school. It seemed like most students in my high school class moved out there at some point. When I bumped into Jennifer at a a grungy bar in Brooklyn, it felt as though it was finally my time to make up for my past lack of courage. Embarrassingly enough, she didn't even recognize me at the start of our conversation. (laughs) When I reminded her of my full name, she even had trouble recalling that we graduated from the same high school. But none of that discouraged me because I could tell that she was intrigued by our reintroduction. One thing led to another, and before we knew it, we got hitched. After we married, we purchased a cozy little condo in Brooklyn that was walking distance from various restaurants, pubs, and concert venues. Life felt perfect. That I knew is... it. I knew it. What? Oh, that is. You, yeah, it's always perfect until it gets, yep. yeah, you're picking up. You're picking up on the, on the pieces here. Uh, life felt perfect, that is, until I started having what I initially assumed were merely night terrors. The first time it happened, Jennifer was away visiting her parents back in Connecticut. I was in the bathroom connected to our bedroom when I noticed an alarming silhouette in the reflection of the medicine cabinet mirror. Frankly, it was just like one of those scenes in a horror movie where the victim closes the door and spots a figure standing behind them. To say it was disturbing would be to put it lightly. Well, I had my electric toothbrush in my mouth at the time, and I was so startled that I lost control of it, causing toothpaste to spill all over my bare chest. Oh. Oh. That's oh, a little steamy. too much. He's getting getting, getting a- racy there, dude. Wow. Okay. I- uh, but when I turned around, there was nothing there. It wasn't one of those situations where I mistook a piece of furniture or a dresser for an intruder. I saw facial features and all during that brief moment. But since I could tell that I wasn't dreaming, I concluded that I must have hallucinated it. I had never dealt with anything even remotely close to this leading up to that point. I don't think I even knew anyone who claimed to have experienced anything paranormal. And it was maybe because of that that I had never had much interest regarding the realm of unexplained mysteries. The strange face and shape of the figure made it seem as though I had imagined someone dressed in a Halloween costume. Since there was no longer any trace of what I deemed to be a delusion, I continued onward with my night as though nothing unusual ever happened. But it was early in the morning, around three, that I abruptly woke for what what I thought was no reason. And then I saw what looked oh, your foot moving terrified the shit out of (laughs) her. Like I saw just underneath your seat, I'm like, what the fuck is under her
1: (laughs) (laughs) My blankets all draped down, yeah.
0: Nancy
2: Drew shoes.
1: Yeah.
0: It kinda just looks like a snakehead or something. Like just the way it was like just a big old I'm
1: really bad about yeah, I move my foot a lot drives my parents it's okay. crazy
0: now that i know what it is i'll try not to i'll try like to sit still seconds yeah but it was early in the morning around three that i abruptly woke for what i thought was no reason but then i saw what looked to be a human-like shape emerging from the wall again i felt i had to be dreaming or had perhaps eaten something toxic that caused me to hallucinate did christian did you write this is this your story why do you just assume it was my story? Uh, because it so sounds they, like their the first skeptic thing is like, did way? I eat oh. something that poisoned me and caused was me to hallucinate? The, it
1: was the shrooms.
2: Must it always is the shrooms, unless yeah. it's acid.
1: Well,
0: there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless, the figure was tall, probably right around six foot, pale, and the strangest part was how it didn't appear to have a mouth. Even though its appearance was creepy and specter-like, I didn't get the impression that it intended to attack me so I tried to remain as calm as possible while curled up under my sheets. When it was only inches away from the foot of my bed, it blinked its all black eyes oh. a couple of times Gosh. <laughs> while seemingly analyzing my reaction. What on earth is this thing? And even if I am merely dreaming it, what is the reason? The figure was utterly unconventional to anything I had ever thought of before. Whatever this thing was, it somehow brought my wife to the forefront of my mind but it seemed to do this without saying anything at all, at least vocally. Suddenly I could see myself stepping out of my car in Connecticut. Jennifer was in the front yard with my mother-in-law planting flowers. They both appeared pleased to see me. Then my mind refocused on the figure, which still stood at the end of my bed, staring at me with those black eyes. Sorry, I, lo- I looked like I was, you know, running over myself for a mm-hmm. moment there. The story just made sense to me. <laughs> Like this is like the third time I've read it and something clicked that didn't click the other two times. And I'm like, oh, so I'm going to continue. That's just a a little sneak peek for the future for you guys. You might actually understand a little more than I did. I just thought it was creepy and kind of sad. But anywho, spoilers. I just said, which still stood at the end of my bed, staring at me with those black eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Black eyes. I should say black
2: eyes. Black eyes? Yeah. (laughs) Staring at me with those black eyes. And then see.
1: (laughs) That'll get some people really excited. Yeah,
0: they're like, love the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Who hasn't seen that? Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> All right. Very suddenly, it felt as though time sped forward and sunlight pierced the room. The specter light figure was no longer in sight. I was quick to write off the visit as another dream, but even so, the odd combination of perceptions made it challenging to steer my mind away from the visuals. I think I had theorized that I was sleep deprived or something of the sort. It's almost silly how our society has influenced us to write off strange occurrences as imaginary, perhaps even as mental issues that require medication. The very next night, a similar event happened, only this time, I hadn't gotten into bed yet. I was on my way from the bathroom to the bed when I noticed the figure out of the corner of my eye. And again, something prevented me from being overtaken by panic. My brain somehow knew that it would be futile, to go after the thing, that doing so would accomplish nothing other than put me in danger. I don't recall the figure even looking at me. It was much more statuesque, staying in place about halfway between the wall and the bed. Still, visions of my wife and her parents flashed through my mind. We were out to eat at a fancy restaurant this time, passing an expensive aged bottle of red wine around the table. My wife was laughing with a very genuine smile. I wouldn't say we were unhappy at that point in our lives. But in that vision, she appeared more joyful than I, had, than I had seen her in a while. It was a pleasant thought, but then came a not so pleasant idea. Suddenly I was staring at another version of myself. I was dressed in formal black clothing, overlooking a casket. Who was inside of it? Was it my mother, my father? I noticed the crowd behind me. They were filing out of the church. Soon I spotted my mother, my father, and both of my in-laws. But where was Jennifer? That was when the portrait surrounding the casket began to come into focus. She was the one inside. I woke up in the coldest sweat of my life that morning, and I immediately called my wife to tell her I missed her. I remember glancing all around the room. I remember glancing all around the room for the specter-like figure while the phone rang, but it was nowhere in sight. I didn't realize it wasn't even 6 a.m. until Jen answered the phone. Understandably, she was worried, so I quickly reassured her I was safe. For whatever reason, I was hesitant to tell her about the grim dream I had had. Maybe I looked at it like it would be an awful way for her to start her day. Instead I told her that I was considering heading to Connecticut and tried to justify it by saying I missed her dearly. Although Jen expressed her appreciation, she said it wasn't necessary. She stated she was enjoying a bit of alone time with her folks and would be returning home early the next morning. Eventually, I mentioned how I had a terrible nightmare where I lost her, but I refrained from going into the details. Still, she managed to reassure me that there was absolutely nothing to worry about and that she couldn't wait to get home to cuddle me. I didn't receive a visit from the strange figure that night. Everything felt routine, and I managed to stay asleep until my alarm sounded at my standard wake-up time. I remember I got so caught up in my work that day that the hours seemed to fly by. It wasn't until later in the afternoon that I began to wonder what was taking Jen so long to get home. Maybe she decided to stay a little later and have lunch with her parents. It was as I was walking to my phone to call her that it started ringing. I assumed it must be her calling to let me know she was on her way, but it was an unknown number. Thinking it had something to do with work, I picked up in my professional voice and said, Hello, Elliot speaking. Nailed it. That was when I received the news that my wife had been in a fatal car crash. Maybe I should have held off the Elliot professional voice for just another sentence or two. Nope, because that's probably exactly
2: how he did it.
0: That's true. I'm bringing realism. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was when I received the news that my wife had been in a fatal car crash. I'll never forget that awful moment. It was the most surreal few minutes of my life, even more so than those awkward visits from the figure. In current times, I've come to believe that what I experienced those nights before my wife's death were no dreams. They were very, very real encounters with what many people have referred to as the Mothman. Mm. See, he he pulls up Mothman. I'd go. I'd probably go a different direction, but it kind of, I kind of. It see does it fit Mothman a though. little bit, right? Yeah, I lean more toward the notion that it was trying to help my wife. Perhaps the only one or the only way to do that would have been to interfere with her getting on the road, and that would have happened had I headed to Connecticut. Therefore, those supposed dreams were actually premonitions. But what is the mothman is it an angel a demon an alien or perhaps it's another type of entity we don't yet have a word for another weird thing that i should mention is how jen's funeral wasn't like the one in the premonition it took place outside and there was no casket because it turned out she had wished to be cremated also it was a smaller service there were no large crowd like i saw filing out of the church amid the dreamlike vision what could be the explanation for all of that in any case, this existence is far more intricate than we humans can fully understand. And what I would say, that's the end of the story, but what I would say about that, why was the funeral different in a premonition than it was in reality, is because maybe he needed to see her to know who it was. Because if she ended up being cremated, if you, you can't look in a casket, you can't look in the cremation remains and be like, ah, it was Jen. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, ah, Ash. So... Maybe it was like just to get the point across like, hey, this is your wife, you know, but I don't agree with them where he says he could have changed that you think you think even if he went to Connecticut, he could have or she she would have ended up dying this the same same time.
2: Yeah, if it was a true premonition, I don't think it's a changeable thing. I think maybe it would have happened differently. Oh, you think like final destination type where like if it's your time, it's going to happen one Mm -hmm. way or another. Yeah. And the whole part of him thinking he could have done something is more of a guilt and sorrow type of thing. Yeah. Because how can you, we all have like, we think about what if this happened to the person I love Mm. and it never happens until it does. And then you remember it as a premonition. And those are pretty specific stories that make it look like a premonition. But maybe it's just something he thought of or dreamt of or could see into the future a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't mean he could have fixed it.
1: It's just weird how sometimes that can happen. Like one instance, because my cousin, when her husband died and he was in a car crash, he was a policeman going to work that day. And like she said, they d- did their normal goodbye kind of thing. But that day he came back in and looked at her and he goes, you know, I love you. Right. She's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's their last interaction.
0: That's that's weird. I that, know. Like, almost There's some have things. A who, yeah. There. Like, I don't like wanna, she always said
1: she was just like it was weird. But like, yeah,
0: like I don't want to bring down the, the mood of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I had something similar with my brother who I mean, uh, it's, I'm good to talk about it now. You know, it happened mm-hmm. a few years ago, he killed himself back in 2018 Mm -hmm. my entire childhood for whatever reason i had a dream that he got in a car accident and that he died and ever since that moment in time when like years and years before it happened i had this weird sick feeling that he would die by the age of 30 Mm -hmm. and he died when he he killed himself when he was 30 years old yeah and it was like this weird like almost where it's like Wait, did I know that, or did I not know that, or was it just like a weird accident where it's like, oh, just so mm-hmm. happened that you know what I mean? Like, so I've had something similar to where you just have this weird feeling that you can't really explain. Yeah, but mine was really more or less always in the back of my mind. Like mm-hmm. it'd pop up every once in a while, and you're like, oh, that's a weird thought, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I never actually do anything about it. But even skeptical me would be the type that's like, why couldn't you perceive perceive something like that's in the future like that, and yeah. uh, and maybe it's it's gonna it kind of shows you something's gonna happen doesn't necessarily mean you can fix it or change it or anything yeah it's just a knowing because well, no, in that, that moment this is you're not happen.
1: going back to think on every word you said yeah and for but, something like my cousin she i'm guessing before you go over every little detail
0: yeah like it was just like a weird, weird time where
1: usually we just let those like little little interactions yeah. kind of escape our memory because we're not going over yeah. every little detail of the day but yeah
0: and not not to genre hop on on this episode too much but that could be part of that time as a flat circle thing man. that's what then i think back into the mm-hmm. loki because then you're just kind of connecting with different parts of history or time yeah something so, that
2: whatever that, that moment was happening at the same time yeah thinking it years in advance true man the it world was, is uh it was crazy. inescapable yeah mm-hmm. because it was it was happening yeah. right then
0: What a crazy world we live in. What a bunch of fun, uh, weird, weird thoughts and weird theories all over the place. And I love every fucking minute of it. Right. Who's got Mm -hmm. uh, a a story they want to read off? Let's let's dive into another one. Yeah. Let's do a couple short stories. And then like this is part one, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, part two, um, I'm going to be reading. Heather pulled up one. She wants me to read uh, that is also a little spine tingling. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to keep this party going next week. Different, different outfits. Same fun. Let's start off with
2: the puppy in the basement. This is the one that I thought was weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think I was reading it a few times. And I'm like, I don't understand this.
2: Okay, let's see if it, let's yeah, see if it can translate. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Mommy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy and I wanted to see a puppy. So I opened the basement door and tipped down a bit. I didn't see a puppy. And then mommy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before and it made me sad and I cried. Then mommy told me to never go in the basement again and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better. So I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy or why he had no hands and feet. See, that's the part that I understand.
1: There is a boy locked up in
2: the basement. Sounds like a puppy. Scary.
1: Whimpering, probably. But this no boy hands. has no hands or feet. That is terrifying okay. and creepy. So it's just like, but it's I, just being like she was some sick, twisted lady with a kid in her basement with no hands and feet. The mom knew
2: the boy was in the basement without any hands. He thought it
1: was always a puppy in their basement because uh. he didn't know, and he was hearing the cries of a little boy that's being tortured. Gotcha. Catch my drift? Yeah. 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 Evolution
2: yeah. will help you in the future, Dino Scott. <laughs> Thank you. As yeah. your brain grows, you'll be able to grasp that. As
0: my brain matures, I too will mature.
2: How I met your mother reference. Shout out Marshall. Did you want me to do There's Someone Under the Bed also or just skip that one?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, do that one because that, that's a short one and that's um have you ever come across the the two sentence horror horror yeah. stories? Because that's one of those.
2: And that those some of those are really, really good. I don't know who wrote it. I th- think this is off Reddit. Hmm. I begin tucking him into bed and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement. And see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed.
0: And I I told you, like, we should actually pull it up or I should uh, put a link in this show's uh, description because there's people that have started filming these two-sentence horror stories and putting them on YouTube and stuff like that. And I remember that one. It's only like 30 seconds
2: long, but super good. Mm Mm-hmm actually one of the reasons i wanted that story is because i wanted you to i wanted to see what you did with the visuals on it oh yeah if you yeah. want to but i was like scott we will do something really weird with this
0: spooky yeah well this is
2: halloween,
1: this is halloween. Mm-hmm. yes
2: yeah so
0: yeah that is that is very interesting i got one last one yeah we could probably do it we'll we'll, we'll close out one more and then we'll start um part two we'll start off with heather's
2: and we'll go from there okay the chair via reddit by scoop whoop scoop whoop Hmm. spelled exactly how it's spelled (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's usually the case isn't it (laughs) wouldn't that be a good bad name too no okay (laughs) when my sister betsy and i were kids our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse which we all know is where scary stories happen that last little bit was me we loved exploring hey christian Great commentary. <laughs> oh Man, I, I, I try, man. I great, try. Great commentary. I try. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: Continue. I like I was on the office there for a minute, and I, I was going on the super real. You're welcome.
1: You will be. Yeah.
2: There's still time. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard, but our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching tv or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room toward us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sa- I don't know what language that was. Is that backwards? <laughs> <laughs> it's the horns. I can speak <laughs> backwards now. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant or a widow She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poison milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed in exactly the center of the room. Spooky. Too creepy. That's when you're like, eh, moving out. But they'd already moved out. But it would still, like, it would almost be worse sometimes i think it'd almost be worth to be ex- worse to be experiencing that yeah. and accepting it and it being a cherished memory and then years later you find out your ghost murdered her children and hung herself with the chair she was always trying to move yeah. back to the spot she hung herself in
0: like huh
1: the ghost you call mother because you think it's nurturing when yeah. it really was yeah. like setting imaginary cups of poison next to your bed every night
2: she was mother you know that's how so they ha- creepy. Yeah, when you have, they have those like memes that say or those things about ruining your childhood. Yeah, that would truly ruin your childhood. That would.
0: Yeah, that would certainly do it. Yeah, that's that's entirely too creepy. Do you think in yeah. some kind of weird? Cosmic irony—that's like a catchphrase of mine in this show—is cosmic irony. What if that's her afterlife? Is that she did that horrible thing and she literally just she's
1: trying to make up every for time it.
0: that chair is moved, she has to put it, she has to relive it in the spiritual realm,
2: like some kind of weird loop. Isn't that worse than hell? That would be hell. I think you'd be yeah, able to look so at maybe that and say that's, that's how a form she, of Yeah, what she gets right. from murdering yeah. her kids. Why so would like, you need a flaming hell that Dante made when you have a hell like that, that yeah. is so mundane and so tedious? And more psychological. Yeah. yeah. Just Looks in like, your did head. Did you
1: ever watch that show, The Good Place? Remember how hell was just more annoying things in yeah. life? Like, that's what you're dealing with. It wasn't flames and torture. It was just, yeah. like, listening to... Annoying people and
2: biting these kids over where to put this chair, spilling the milk,
1: chi- those kind of things—just the constant annoyances of life—and they were like, oh, "That's yeah. your hell." Yeah. Well, Sticky. if that's the case,
2: we're living in hell right now. We're constantly trying to put the ch- chair in the middle of the room. We are, and we are not doing a great job at it, guys. guys. Luckily yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that concludes.
0: uh That's a great story. I like that one. Yeah. I don't think I got to the end of that one. I have got distracted. Um. Yeah, that concludes part one of the 2021 Halloween TFD episode. L- let's come back next week for part two. We'll have a couple different costumes on. Uh, I'm gonna get out of this entirely too comfortable dinosaur and or wizard Rep- person reptilian reptilian. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend. Um, costume and settle into a nice pair of sunglasses. Yeah, perfect.
1: And uh, jinkies, jinkies. Get ready for spooky season because that's right. We'll see you next week for part two.
0: Part two of Halloween coming in hot next Thursday. In the meantime, if you're not following along, if you're new to the show, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Pod, TFT Paranormal on TikTok. Subscribe to the YouTube. We've got tons of fun stuff. If you enjoy this episode and you want to see what we're wearing, Find us on the YouTube. That's what we're doing. We're on the YouTube channel. You can find us there. Christian is adjusting his horns as we speak. Send in or comment your Halloween traditions. Let's see what everyone does.
1: Yeah. We or comment hear it. your favorite
0: candy. Whatever you want to do for yeah. Halloween, comment that on the socials. Let's get to know each other. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week, right here. Stay freaky. Stay freaky. This is, Halloween. this is Halloween. Goodbye. Some kind of organ music plays mm-hmm. right here, maybe. I don't know. You had like a that. great word. What's that Spooky, Freaky, Freaky
2: It's going to have to. Otherwise, you have to do it all.
0: And that is not fun for your boy.
2: Oh, I thought we were going. That is freaky oh, deaky. No. oh, And that. No.
1: Did no. you hear uh, Chris when I came down? He's like, are you Britney Spears? I'm like, no. <laughs> no.
0: He asked the same thing when he saw me, too.
1: Yeah. You do pull off that Britney vibe. I was like,
2: Chris, come on, man. Yeah you really me baby one more I mean, time obviously i get it but he didn't say i was britney i'm offended
0: he should be he definitely should be um i'm gonna go ahead and welcome us back into the episode or into the episode this is